What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 252. I'm Jeff James with me tonight, as always, the luscious Brody Faults. How are you? I'm okay. I, uh, I pulled Just something. Okay. Yeah, no, I pulled something in my leg, like in my calf, up to my hamstring somewhere in that ballpark. Oh, fuck. And so I've been limping around like I'm 200 oh. years old all day. <laughs> yeah wasn't wasn't really uh feeling it and uh my my kid's baseball keeps getting canceled because of all this damn rain we keep getting but other than that next week looks good weather-wise looks good yeah we were supposed to have like 80s yeah we had so we had uh, a game canceled on saturday and we had a game canceled on tuesday and then we were supposed to have a makeup game today and that got canceled as well so we're doing great out here it's a little moist Oh God. <laughs> God, I hate that word. Um speaking of How injuries, I, I kind of got like a little injured too after today. Yeah. I went to the gym and I did like this whole like circuit and it had boxing in it. And uh I don't know what happened, but like from time to time I'll like move my 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 right arm like a little bit and then I'll get like a little sharp pain underneath here. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Can I pinch something? I don't know. I don't know. Like like right back right right in here. No, 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 no. no. Like oh, okay. in like like in here. <laughs> in your almost in your armpit, huh? Almost in my armpit, yeah. <laughs> the space. I Googled it, it says it's cancer, trans- but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kinda how that uh, goes. Cancer, you have a week to live. Sorry. That's what the internet ruled. <laughs> Legitimately, yeah. Um no, other than that, I'm doing okay. I mean, just been busy and like you said, the yeah. weather's been absolute shit. It has. It like, has. it's just been awful. Yeah. Yeah, I had it, to mow my yard that got way out of control on Monday because I couldn't oh. mow. It was busy all weekend. And then it, when I wasn't busy, there was rain. And <laughs> I looked like the that? hillbilly in the neighborhood that has their grass way too tall. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. Grass? I had a clover infestation taking oh, up my backyard man. from the neighbors. <laughs> neighbors, sweet people. Love them. Love them. But they are the enemy right now. <laughs> I go into my backyard, dude. And like, so because it had been so wet, I, I just like didn't. The front yard is like almost perfect now. It's getting there. The backyard I've left for a while because I just like, it's just tougher clay back there. Yeah. And I was like, this is the front of my fucking house. Like, that's what I'm going to focus on first and get that yeah. nailed down. Mm-hmm. So I've left most of the backyard so far into this spring. And I could see like a little bit of clover, like on the edge, because you know how like my my backyard just like goes into like this massive like hill. Mm-hmm. I just picture I... you walking out your back, <laughs> out Dude. on your back deck, standing there with full dad pose, Dude, new no, balances on, looking out, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Janelle, Janelle <laughs> runs have... over to the clover. Dude, you have no idea. Janelle, Janelle was like doing like dishes or whatever, and she like looks out the kitchen window, and I swear to God, like looking back on a hundred percent, but it was way worse than this. So like I couldn't see past the hill when it went down. So I'm on the I'm on the deck. I see like a little fucking leaf, and I'm I like, called it perfectly. Oh, oh, what the fuck is that? And I start walking. <laughs> The whole fucking side of the hill is clover. Oh, uh, no. I literally put my hands on my head like this, and I went, God no. damn it. God, no. <laughs> I immediately went to the garage, grabbed the spray, man, just started spraying <laughs> shit. <laughs> sprayed the whole backyard, oh, got that man. shit sprayed, looked out this morning. I saw that some of the clover was wilting. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers. So now my goal is I'll be out there. I'll probably, I'm going to go mow it, and then I'm going to have to fucking spray it again, probably. Because like I'm telling you, like it, the whole shit. This is like a scene from The Hobbit. Like there was clover <laughs> across the whole hill. It was horrendous. And then I was, oh my god, I was uh, spraying it right, like one of the things that you hook the hose up to. Mm-hmm. And I almost stepped in in just I don't even <laughs> I don't even know. Of what creature produced this, bro? But it was like this coagulated like shit. And it was like the size of my fucking fist. And it was in my side yard of my house. And there was like a big dollop of this coagulated shit. And then like little shit plops behind it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Come find out it's a goose. 
that's running loose in my fucking side yard. They've got, got a, a nest goose on, on the, the loose. Yeah, they, yeah, they've got a bur- they got a nest on the berm, and my fucking wise cam on my backyard keeps fucking going off with this stupid ass neck of this goose going coming across my fucking backyard, and it just like it ate something weird, and it just like I mean it like this is you look at it and you're like okay. Whatever produces is either close to death or it died right here and its carcass was picked up by something else. <laughs> like oh, the way man. that this shit looks. Awful. But other than that, I'm doing great. Good. It's all good. <laughs> Just got the suburbia warfare, you know, of Clover. Going to get it done. Got dandelions coming in too from the encroaching on my area from the neighbor's yard too. Love them, but. <laughs> I actually, I, I kind of sprayed into their yard. <laughs> oh, I sprayed God. their weeds in their yard, so it wouldn't, so it wouldn't go into mine as much. Oh fuck! <laughs> Desperate times, my man. Anyways, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? What the hell have you been doing? So I have been playing. Uh, man, I I have not played a whole lot this week. Not gonna lie. Okay. Um, I I played a little bit more Tiny Tina's. I probably I that's what I've spent most of my time, uh, my gameplay time on uh, was trying to get through some of that. Had a wedding this weekend. So, again, very limited on everything going on. Uh, And then tonight I got to check out that Trek to Yomi, uh, which is that new game from Devolver Digital or published by Devolver Digital. Uh, It's like a black and white kind of samurai esque. game and so far it's all right um the combat is very simple and honestly the uh, like the first time you really get into combat i i got my ass kicked there for a minute until i kind of just figured out a way to kind of cheese it because if you don't it's hard to find like the the right windows to actually get in there and hit well then once you get the hang of it now it the game's basically on easy mode and it's it's super easy there's nothing really hard about it the the enemies are all pretty predictable for the most part uh granted i'm not very far into it and i think it's um i I looked it up it was like a four to six hours to beat the game nothing Mm. too crazy um but yeah it's definitely i really really dig the art style um the camera is one of those weird things where it like goes like uh you're running towards the camera and then all of a sudden it'll shift to like now you're side scrolling and now you're running away from the camera or like at an angle and like it does these really weird shifts well when it does that it's kind of disorienting it's cool it looks really cool visually but uh it is very disorienting from the the perspective of like you're not you're just trying to keep constant movement um and the combat also feels pretty stilted it's just very it's very stiff i something about it just does not feel i i I, i'm not sure how to describe it right like when you're watching the trailer for it they show him fighting and and it looks very kind of fluid and and this really cool like he stabs one guy and turns right around and like stabs the other and then gets behind the other guy and like stabs him in the back or whatever uh, yeah, that doesn't really happen when you're actually playing the game. Granted, I could just suck at it, I guess, but it it just doesn't have that that nice streamlined flow. feel to it that I was really hoping for from this. Because I so, I, so it doesn't it, it doesn't flow like that. It doesn't flow natural like that. It doesn't seem to not. It does, so it doesn't make you feel like a fucking superhero. Not really. Which Weird. is what I wanted from this game. I wanted yeah. this game to make you feel like crazy overpowered, or that's just what make- I thought it was. Like that, from yeah. all the marketing and stuff like that, I thought it was like just like interesting fight mechanics that basically like like kind of like Spider Man, right? Right. Like right, you right. start fighting Spider Man, and like you you honestly, when you look at it, you're really not doing much, but clicking a button repeatedly um, right. or some buttons, but it feels like you're you're you know you're all over the place. Yeah, no, I I was really hoping this was going to be more in the vein of like uh, Katana Zero almost, I guess not quite, but in that same realm where you are crazy overpowered and like you can take people out in one shot or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that the way they kind of balanced enemies was just a lot of them. And if you get like a powerful hit on certain enemies, you can take them out in one shot. Um, some of the lighter hits, it, it, it'll take a couple. But yeah, like it, the some of the real stupid like grunts you can lure towards you and just 
lunge at them with a powerful attack and take them out in one hit and then they're done and then like they have various different enemies and you run into like little um little bosses huh. almost which those fights are actually kind of cool though they're a lot less predictable and definitely a little bit more difficult but honestly you could go toe to toe and just keep swinging at them and they'll keep swinging at you and and you could take them out before your life's out right like even with them hitting you constantly as well it's, it's kind of wild it's weird. I I dig I dig the art style. Like the art style is just really really cool, and I think they've done a lot of good stuff there. I just I just don't think I I don't even think it's like unfinished, right? I don't think this is something they would have gotten down. I just think it was something they really struggled with, or something that um, was a little bit more uh, backseat to more the story and the art style and everything. I just don't I don't think it would have gotten necessarily better, but um, and it's not awful, right? Like it's definitely playable. I played it for probably, I don't know, maybe an hour today, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's it's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, it's definitely worth checking it out. Um, If you don't have Game Pass, I think it's still like, I don't know, it's 15, 20 bucks somewhere in that ballpark. It's still a cool game. If you were interested in it, it it does what it set out to do fairly well. It's just know that the combat is a little stiff and I read a bunch of reviews on it and watched some videos and things too. And a lot of people were kind of in the same ballpark that the, the combat just wasn't exactly where, where we were hoping it would be. Um, and then the last thing that, uh, I want to say I played, but I didn't actually get to play it because it wouldn't load properly was, uh, what was it? Loot, loot river. Um, that is this I, I saw it in a video a while back when it was in this like early demo beta stage. And uh, this guy was going through Steam and playing like Dark Soul-esque games. Um, this is not really that. It's like a isometric type view and you're moving platforms around as you are also doing combat and stuff. It's actually kind of neat how it all works. And a lot of people have said that basically the the movement of the platforms feels really good, but the actual combat is just boring and and Hmm. not very fun so i was trying to load that through um through the xbox app on windows and it would not actually load up properly no way yeah i'm not yeah the xbox app on windows is not great um but it's i want to give it a go i've heard pretty middling things about it since it Mm. actually came out as far as reviews and everything um but it I'll still give it a go. I, I like trying out some of these smaller indie games. I'll mm-hmm. probably finish up Trek to Yomi uh, just because I'm already into it at this point. But uh, the other thing about Trek to Yomi, it was a little little stuttery on my PC, which my PC is not terrible anymore. Like it's actually a, a relatively probably mid to maybe upper mid range. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a I. I have a 2060 in it, so it should should be able to handle this just fine. And uh, it, it was stuttering a little bit. I have not tried it on Xbox to see if it stutters on Xbox as well. Um, but I would imagine it's just more so the PC port. But that's really about it for me. How about you? Uh, man, I played a melody of, of weird genre stuff, but I played NHL 22, of course. Uh, it's playoff mode, baby. So my <laughs> Maple Leafs are, are doing their thing. They're lost last night. But that's okay. That's okay. You're going to win Friday against Tampa Bay. They'll be up 2-1 in the series. Um, so play a little bit of that. And they'll play some FIFA 22. I So I think I played FIFA once before this. And the reason why I played it is because it came with it, it was this, this month's PlayStation yeah. um, Plus game. One of them. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll download that. And I checked it out. Um, and, uh, I don't mind it. You know, I have a good time with it. Uh, I'm just not like <clears throat> all those EA games, right? Like Madden, uh, NHL and FIFA, they all have the ultimate team. And NHL is the only one that's made me really want to get into the ultimate team side of stuff only because I watch NHL a lot. Um, which I'm sure would help. I also watch a lot of football and I just never really wanted to get into Madden ultimate team. Um, by the way, uh, I think it's still on sale, but Madden 22 is only like 10 bucks. So if you want to get the latest Madden and you skipped out a couple of years, like I have in the past, I'm not going to get this one because I have to wait another year because I'm wait. I, I'm going to go every other year. Um, yeah. Then you'll know, go pick that up. But 
uh i had fun with it i mean like there's there's parts of it it's not like the cut scenes and stuff like that are great looking and the character customization is cool that's neat the actual in-game it's not as impressive as you would think really like on the pitch yeah like the pitch looks good some of the stadiums look pretty good but like it's just i don't know i I don't i don't like there's there's nothing of that that's like groundbreaking for me where i'm like man this is next gen fifa like i've definitely kept up with fifa and i've watched people play fifa online a lot um uh but you know i don't know what i was thinking would be different from like the year before or from even like the ps4 side of stuff um because if you think about it like it's a real zoomed out view like the players are tiny right like in the actual yeah. gameplay so there's aside from like the grass and like the cutscenes and stuff like that and the celebrations like what else can you do at this point you can work on lighting you can work on some certain textures for the stadium and i guess the fans mm-hmm. but um yeah there's some shaky stuff there um but I still enjoyed it. I still had a good time with it. Um, then I played some City Skylines for a little bit, not much. Uh, and then I played a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of uh, Overwatch. Um, I want to get into the beta, but I want to wait for console. Uh, I don't have it on PC. I just played it on console. Um, yeah. So I'm going to wait for that. I'm assuming that's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, but Maybe. we'll see. We shall see. I'm, I'm kind of hoping selfishly also that they kind of announce Overwatch 2 stuff, like more stuff. Give some more details onto it. Uh, maybe considering uh, it's beta. Keely will bring it to you at the Summer Games Fest. <laughs> yeah, maybe that might be a good way for them to do it. Like what we've talked about, Microsoft, we don't think we'll really speak on that because it's not closed yet. So they really can't. They could present themselves, but it'd be kind of yeah. weird. It could know? still be there, right? Like it could be at that Xbox. Uh, event. It'd be a really weird vibe, though. It would be. Um, but I also well, think that's probably up. better to do it there than the Summer Games Fest. I mean, because yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be the first time that Xbox has announced like a third party or Sony has announced a third party game. So I don't think yeah. it'd be all that weird. I think just given the circumstances of everything, it, it would be a little little different. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, do you want to start off with this news now? Yeah. So okay, we've, sure. got, we've got couple small things then we've got the big thing at the end switch switched up the script a little bit this time so uh first off we have the summer games fest it officially has a date and time so uh this came from the summer games fest twitter account uh it's official summer games fest will have a big live showcase event on thursday june 9th streaming live everywhere at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time and 6 p.m gmt because who cares about GMT? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, this is this is cool. Uh, we're what about a month away from it, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I it'll come of, up quick. I, it's kind of weird that they waited up until right now to do that, but I guess that's a kind of in line with what Xbox announced too, the Xbox Bethesda thing. So I, it's yeah. not too terribly far out, but a month is going to be here in no time. If I was Jeff Keeley, which half I'm about halfway there, uh, I would wait as well because just the news of the E3, I like I would have been worried about announcing something and then like Sony announces something or whatever, right? So I think he he also has a lot of moles that he can talk to. This is also true. A lot of fucking moles. It is kind of weird that they are as close to the Xbox Bethesda event as they are. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> you, you good well i my watch just went off for siri and i said jeff keely and it came up as allah <laughs> close enough in my watch wow wow he he really is stepping it up isn't he <laughs> wow jeff keely um I- I, yeah. I think it's odd that they shoved it as close as they did because normally Summer Games Fest kind of stays away from all the E3 stuff it, a little bit, not entirely, but I also am not too surprised given that E3 is not actually a thing this year and it's just the Xbox right. Bethesda show. So it it makes sense to kind of keep the vibe of what E3 is alive, but without it really like completely overpacking the that time period. So I'm confused too on this. This is simply just a show, correct? Yes. Yes. It should just be one show. Okay. 
I, I always get confused by this because it's called Summer Games Fest, which would and imply it's, that it's over a course of a couple of days, hence a uh-huh. festival. I think they do some like smaller interview stuff beforehand, if I remember correctly, like leading okay. up to it. There's a, some videos that he puts out, but it's not actually like a fest. It's not a giant celebration or anything like that. It's yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. pretty much a, a, a keynote on that day at that time. And there's some some other I don't even want to call it festivities, but things leading Festivus. up to it. Festivus. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's call it game. <laughs> Summer Games Festivus. <laughs> For the rest of us. There you go. There you go. Um, so that's cool. I'm excited to see what he has. I think yeah. this year he'll actually have a pretty good show. We've we've seen this kind cool of grow. We'll see some big ass announcement probably. Oh yeah, and we've seen this this specific uh, event grow quite a bit over the last couple of years, similar to how the game awards did where each year it got the, the actual, you know, uh, production value went up and it, and their announcements just kept getting larger and larger. So I think, I think last year was pretty meh, but I think this year we'll actually have some pretty good shit here, especially uh, with, I'm just pissed at the timing. Why the fuck on a Thursday at 2 PM Eastern? I have no clue. So we'll like, be doing it, but that. we'll be we, doing it that we night. We will be watching it, but we will be doing. Um, well, there probably won't be a diggity a episode reaction. that week. <laughs> no, there. Well, eh, we'll we'll figure, we'll that figure out. it out. We'll find. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll be definitely be doing a reaction to it for sure on our YouTube yeah. channel. So go to Spawn Camp. You can check us out there for that when that comes up. Um, but yeah, and then what is the uh, Microsoft one's after this, right? Yeah, that's Sunday. Okay. Yep. So the other smaller piece of news that we have here is Xbox now offers Fortnite through the xCloud uh, oh, entirely free. And the, the impressive thing about this and why this actually makes news is this is a workaround to be able to play Fortnite on your phone, on on your iPhone or iPad, uh, yeah, which Apple, devices, Apple yeah. notoriously has had this this ongoing battle with Epic about. So yeah, uh, Xbox kind of snuck this in there. You don't have to be subscribed to Game Pass for it. You just get to play Fortnite for free through their service and it gets more people trying their service. And honestly, this is fucking genius. And I'm wondering how long it's going to be before Apple retaliates. Uh, I don't, they really can't retaliate because uh, it, it's, it's browser it's Chrome. Yeah. It's or, not, yeah, de- not, Chrome, it's not but... device. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. if it was bought on Safari, you just download Chrome and use it. Right. Yeah. Um, I honest to God forgot it was, it wasn't on iPhone for yeah. like when this came out. I went, Oh wow. And then I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll just play it on my PS five. I'm not going to. I'm not, I don't know that just, I can't, I know that there's a lot of people now that are down to, to play on their phone and I get it. And I, I get that there's also tools like the razor Kishi, like you have, mm-hmm. but I'm just not fucking about it, dude. Um, unless it, if it's point and click, I'm down. Other than that, not down on my phone. So just something about it. My experience with the X cloud stuff so far has been meh. Um, it, it's, it, it's not, it's not terrible. Don't get me wrong, but especially if I'm playing upstairs because I have a, it's not a repeater, but I have an, a, like an extender, not a, it, it's a, a mesh network tied in with my, my, my router. Right. So, um, it, it kind of doesn't have consistent enough connection at times. And I will actually run into issues where xCloud wants to disconnect. And I've never had that issue with anything else. It has only been through xCloud. So I think, I think it, it it requires a strong internet connection to work properly. And I've been able to play things um, like I played Hades on it. It's not my favorite way to play Hades by any means, but it's playable. I played uh, Forza Horizon five on it and that actually worked fairly well. I think from what I was reading so far, there were some people that had tried this and they said it actually worked extremely well and ran better than most things through xCloud, surprisingly enough. Um, but it's probably because uh, Epic up, helped with the fucking yeah. coding. But up to this point, I had pretty much just played... Um, if if I am playing something on, on my phone through xCloud, it is typically, like you said, a point and click. Nothing that requires precise... 
yeah. know, precise aim or or any sort of like any sort of lag would throw you off. So I'm not going to be doing like really heavy platformers. I'm not going to be doing shooters or anything like that typically. Um, but from what I'm hearing, this actually runs very well. Hmm. So it's amazing what we can run through shit now. Yeah, it's just wild. Even like three years back, it's just mm-hmm. it's stupid where we've come. Cool. So yeah, I mean, if you're uh, an Apple user and you've been yearning to play something like this, go ahead and get on your iPad and go to was Xbox dot Play or something like that. I believe so. I think something like that. Uh, and you can go play it for free. It's great. It's Microsoft slapping Apple in the face. Epic. It's funny because Tim Sweeney doesn't really fucking like Microsoft either, but he's like taking one of the evils and combating it against his other hate, which is just kind of fucking funny to me, but it is what it is. Um, Anyways, moving on to the meat and potatoes. So Embracer Group, this is big news, uh, is acquiring some of the Western divisions of Square Enix. Um, So I'll just quickly read from the blog post by Embracer Group. It says, Embracer Group AB Embracer has entered into an agreement to acquire the development studios Crystal Dynamics, uh, Eidos Montreal, uh, Square Enix Montreal, and a catalog of IPs including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kane, and more than 50 back catalog games from Square Enix Holdings Company Limited, otherwise known as Square Enix Holdings. It's a trust. Uh, In total, the acquisition includes 1,100 employees across three studios in eight global locations. The total purchase price amounts to to $300 million on a cash and debt-free basis to be paid in full at closing. Embracer secured additional long-term debt funding commitments for this and other transactions in the pipeline. The company today uh, reiterates its current operational uh, EBIT forecast for fiscal year 21-22, fiscal year 22-23, and fiscal year 23-24. The transaction is subject to various regulatory and other external approvals as all of these are, and is expected to close during the second quarter of Embracer's financial year of 2022 to 2023, which is July to September 2022. So um, that's cool, but what are they getting? Let's go over the deets of just some of the bigger stuff. So Crystal Dynamics, which is most recently known for Rise of the Tomb Raider, Mar- Marvel's Avengers, and they're also working with the uh, initiative on an upcoming Perfect Dark game and supposedly working on an untitled Tomb Raider game. We'll see what that changes to the Perfect Dark side of stuff, um, if anything. I doubt it. I think they want to still make tons of money. Um, Idios Montreal uh, is most recently known for Deus Ex, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Then you have Square Enix Montreal, most uh, recently known for a lot of the Go games. So Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go, Deus Ex Go, and it was uh, working on the uh, Untitled Space Invaders mobile game currently. And then obviously uh, Square Enix as well. So since the announcement of the acquisition, Square has confirmed they will be maintaining the IP for Just Cause. Uh, Outriders uh, and Life is Strange, which that what is did Outriders really do like that well? No, uh, actually, People Can Fly just came out not too long ago and said that uh, they did not make their money back from it. But they Square has also said in this same announcement where they said they're going to keep these IPs, they also said that they're planning on actually making more games in these series. So I don't even think just cause four did all that. Well, no. it was met with pretty L- middling. L- Life is strange is done well, but yeah. how much can you milk that? Right. Apparently quite a bit. Cause they've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Um, so Which I, I, it's not my type of game. So take my opinion on that worth a great assault, but um, and just for reference also, um, well, I know it's just for reference and we have a list in our show notes here, but um, some of the stuff in here as well as there's a comics company called Gang Comics. Um, there's Play Online. This includes the China division of Square Enix, the Taito Corporation, uh, Hippo's Lab, Tokyo RPG Factory, Luminous Productions, um, the London Mobile Studio and the Image Studio division as well. So they're taking their tech. They're taking, I mean, they're really taking everything. Like, I, it, it's not, there's nothing left. Yeah, I mean, they, they have Square Enix America, Square Enix Europe, uh, Square Enix China, and then obviously all of their, their Japanese development, which is uh, typically, I mean, your your um, 
Dragon Quest, um, your Final Fantasy, most of that stuff is going to be staying, which is what they're more known for anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's basically their their Western divisions, uh, a good portion of them at least. I mean, Crystal Dynamics has been a pretty big part of them recently. Granted, Avengers was rough to say the least, and uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was was good. I, a lot of people like these newer uh, Tomb Raiders, like the the Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, there's surprisingly like Deus Ex is is one of those games that I hear people talk about all the time, but the sales numbers on it are pretty bad. They don't sell very much at all, uh, and they're they're gorgeous games too. I the the last one was a very very good looking game, especially for the time and and the the hardware limitations, but. Yeah, this is this is very bizarre, right? So they have more than 50 back catalog games uh, that they're getting from it. They're getting uh, quite a bit of IP, which they haven't really said what else is coming with it other than obviously the big ones of Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Cain. Um, I would be kind of surprised if they got, uh, I, I don't know what they're, deal with marvel was as far as for guardians of the galaxy and avengers but i highly doubt that they're getting to take those deals with them i imagine that stays within square enix uh but 300 million for these three companies seems like an absolute steal it does and that that kept coming up on twitter um which is pretty crazy some some people were clashing back with it saying you know what is embracer group anyways which it isn't a crazy name but then what or a household name i'll say i guess yeah or as much as you know some other large uh entities like tencent and stuff like that but embracer group is the parent company of thq good god yeah thq nordic yes right but it has about 850 plus owned and controlled finance franchises so it has 10 operative groups which is thq nordic Coke Media, which is the Coke Brothers, which, yeah, let's not get into that. Coffee Stain, Amplifier Game Invest, Saber Interactive, uh, DECA Games, Gearbox Entertainment, Easy Brain, Asmodi, and Dark Horse. So yeah. they have 119 internal game development studios and is engaging more than 12,500 employees and contractor employees in more than 40 countries. And it a is lot a of massive group. Oh, it's huge. And a lot of what they've been putting out is stuff like your, uh, they did the battle for bikini bottom rehydrated, right? Like they've, they've done a lot of some of these kind of older IPs or, or remakes and things, but they've also done, I mean, gearbox is massive, right? Like that's a huge thing to have underneath of them as well as, I mean, Coke media does quite a bit as well. They have uh, underneath them. They have what deep silver is probably the big one there. But my God, I, they they just have so so much, and I don't think a lot of people understand like how massive Embracer actually is. Uh, Dark Dark Horse Media is incredible too. Like Dark Horse Comics is such a a huge thing that honestly, until the other day, I didn't even realize they actually owned as well. <laughs> it's crazy how much is underneath them. But uh, the big thing, if you say THQ Nordic, that. That is what more That's people would one, know yeah. them as, right? Rather than than the uh, the new Embracer Group, which I don't remember when did they change their name. I'm looking. What's uh, kind of crazy? 2019 was when they changed. Randy Pitchford's on the board too. Well, there's also that, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, not he. Um, what's interesting about this is. Like this is, we're getting, I've heard a lot of people on Twitter say, Hey, we're getting real close to monopolization. Fuck that word here. Like Embracer group was already there. Tencent already there. The only thing that's holding Tencent back right now is, is China. And in the fact that the Chinese government is kind of putting a stranglehold on them, which is crazy because the Chinese government created them Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of ways, or sorry, they, they didn't create them. That they had a large helping hand in propping Tencent up. But uh-huh. uh, yeah. Um, and then you've got Microsoft doing stuff. Uh, you've got Sony buying things uh, and working towards it. And like, we're going to, this is the same shit, right? It's, it's 
we're we're going the way of uh, Fang stocks, the big the big tech co's, right? Where it's like, okay, cool, we're just gonna keep buying whatever. The one thing I will say, it's cool about Embracer Group, um, and it's it's worth definitely googling and looking it up. I think there's some interviews online with the curator of it, but it's kind of cool. They're basically creating a video game archive, um, yeah. so there's like fifty thousand pieces. Um, in their in their archive and it's everything from like actual games to like board games to uh signage to marketing material you name it um just to to preserve uh video games which is kind of neat um but yeah uh this this does sound like a steal um but if you also take a look at it uh collectively there's definitely been a lot of hiccups over the years with games that this that you know Square Enix has, has released um, to where like it's almost kind of randomized like success like in a way like it's like okay game comes out not good next game comes out pretty good Guardians comes out smash hit right mm-hmm. you know but like Avengers just boom just <laughs> garbage right so I mean it's I, there's definitely leverage for that and then there's other shit, right? Like, you know, you, you peel back the layers there and then you've got like Outriders and shit. And they're like, we don't fucking want that. Like, no thanks, whatever. And actually, I think, doesn't THQ Nordic own um, Trials? No, that's Ubisoft, right? That's Ubisoft, yeah. That's Ubisoft. Um, but anyways, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's worth that. I don't think it's a steal. I think it's it's worth that in, in the fact of, the management. There could also be a lot of stuff behind the scenes we don't understand, like Square yeah, Enix's debt, uh, Square Enix's uh, operating capital, uh, numerous expenses, and that kind of ties me into my next point. Let's go. Do you think Square Enix is trimming the fat so they can make themselves marketable to sale? I and I don't mean that in a negative tone because I I honestly I I have nothing against Crystal Dynamics or uh Eidos or Eidos uh Montreal because I I think they're good studios. I think they're especially like I love the shit out of Guardians of the Galaxy. So when I say trimming the fat, I just mean cutting some of their especially their their western uh studios off so now they are Japan focused, which at that point, now it would lead me to like if they are trying to make themselves available to sale, I would assume that uh, they're they're trying to be Japanese focused, which I would think they're going to be trying to lean into uh, going the Sony route at that point. That's just speculation, but so what? they also have a good relationship with them. But uh, also, uh, I think Crystal Dynamics a lot of the the problems with Avengers. I mean, the game wasn't very fun anyway, but on top of that, the microtransaction bullshit is what turned a lot of people away. And I think that well, and that studio has just that like, again, that studio has randomized hit. This is true. And they've been around a lot longer Mm. than I realized as well. Oh, yeah. Tons. (laughs) They've been around forever since Gex before Gex. Yeah, before Gex. But yeah. Um, Okay, so what is what is Square Enix look like now then? After all this, like, what do they have in their in their arsenal? Uh, predominantly, I mean, you have the it's it's mainly JRPGs, right? Like that is the majority of what is left, uh, given the the uh, subsidiaries that we talked about earlier. It's a lot of JRPGs, and that I mean, granted, that's where they focus, right? They they really excel with games such as um, as as Dragon Quest or um, or even your your Final Fantasies, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that it, that's another thing. Final Fantasy 16 is supposedly in the final stages of, of production and we're supposed to see something this spring about it. So I I don't know. Right. I, JRPGs it is, tend it to is do- a fascinating point you make. They trim fat. I don't know if it's trimming fat. I think what it is, uh, yeah, is I didn't. Is- it's dilution of or dilution of of the right. western studios F- focusing so that, yeah on... they can do a core focus to to sony yeah trimming the fat was probably the wrong term for what i wanted to to get yeah. across there but yeah i just meant more so 
now they are focusing back on what they excel in. I mean, granted, they are keeping a, a few odds and end things where it is, you know, they're they're holding on to um, outriders for whatever reason, just cause and life is strange. And I think the reason those were mentioned is because everything else is pretty JRPG heavy, whether it be in that final fantasy or dragon quest, it is very much still a JRPG. They've done a lot of other things as well. I mean, like your, uh, Octopath traveler and, and games of that nature. But I, I feel like they're focusing a little bit more and they're they're kind of reining it in to where they're not so out there doing all sorts of wild shit, you know, like Marvel's Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. Even then, though, like Guardians didn't sell as well as it could have because it was haunted by by Marvel's Avengers, which sucked. And yeah. everybody was scared this was going to be the same thing over again. And, and it, thankfully it wasn't, but it wasn't until later that it, it it finally caught up to where it needed to be and so yeah it, trimming the fat isn't exactly the right term for it but i i think it is more of a refocus and and get back into where where they are comfortable <clears throat> and where they excel at and now they are something that is probably going to be more appealing to someone such as sony whereas because mm-hmm. sony typically jrpgs sell better on PlayStation than they do on Xbox. And granted, Xbox has been trying to kind of bridge that gap a little bit and get those games. And that's why I could see them wanting to go after Square Enix. But the other thing about that, too, is so far, we have not seen a lot of Japanese companies sell. Especially not to non-Japanese companies. Correct. Yes, exactly. Not to Western companies. Exactly. So at at that point, if if Square was going to sell, I... I cannot see them going to Xbox. I can see them going to Sony though. And they've also had that good partnership with Sony for, for years and years. So while this may be a, a small step of getting rid of, of some, some, uh, well, I mean, one of them's a mobile game company, right? So I don't, I don't know how well those typically sell those go games. I've never they did, tried they did one. pretty well. They did, did they did pretty hot? Yeah. Yeah. They did pretty well. Um, just a heads up to uh, Crystal Dynamics in 1992 was mm-hmm. when it was founded. Um, yeah, I think you're on the, the right track. I mean, I also think that if you look at what Embracer Group works with, um, Final Fantasy is not fit that mold. Um, I no. think the, the recent acquisition stuff has been a lot more. Can we refresh this? Can we make a sequel and can it stand alone and be out there without a live service? Right. And just be out there. Or if it does have a live service, it's very minimal microtransactions like a skin or something like that. Because they they own um, the Hot Wheels game. Racing game, I believe, as an example. Did they do that? Forget. forget what, what company did that? I'm looking it up right now. But I think they own a piece of that or own it. Um, that was uh, Milestone, published by Milestone. See if it's uh, owned by Embracer Group. If Milestone's owned by Embracer Group, it is. I think it is actually under Coke Media. So okay. yes. Okay. So yes. Um. <clears throat> so, anyways, yeah. I I think uh, I think that definitely stands. But then the other side of me just thinks like, what if they just want to get back to their basics? Like, here you go, you acquire these these teams, you've built stuff, and then you can sell it off for three hundred mil. What can you go get now? Right. In Japan, right, and and keep building upon stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, or like, you know, the other thing could be three hundred mil, and then man, I mean, it'd be. I guarantee you it'd be like it'd be more than 300 mil for them to buy for Sony to buy square now. Oh yeah. By quite with a what's bit. even left just with final fantasy alone. I mean, you'd be holy uh, shit. You're, but, you're way higher than 300 mil. Yeah. You're almost like at a bill, if not billion. Oh, I, I bet you're probably three to 4 billion. You think it's more than destiny? Uh, I I remember a while ago somebody went through and found a bunch of evaluations of of basically what they what they should sell for right and uh I if I remember correctly Square was at like seven billion maybe okay. I, I could be wrong though there's been a lot of numbers more than around. than Bungie 
Um, <laughs> Which, <laughs> but then the other question is right is like, and and so this is why I bring that up because I know I remember if we go back when when Bungie was purchased, everyone on Twitter was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so expensive for you know or, or so much more than than what it's worth or whatever because you know the ability of a TV show and stuff like that. Obviously, the IP is pretty strong, um, and it's got a good team behind it. Um, but the, the thing is, is it solves a problem for Sony mm-hmm. versus like the square stuff. I constantly toy with that in my head because although that is what makes the most fucking sense out of any of it at the same time, they don't have a problem with that. Right. Yeah, no, that's but if that's Xbox fair. bought them up, would they have a fucking problem? I don't know because there's not enough consoles in Japan, Xbox wise that people would give a shit. There's not much consoles, period, in Japan. Even Correct. PlayStation didn't sell yes. all that much in Japan. Which I guess you put in Game Pass and you, you put all this stuff there that's cool, but I, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> like you said, too, there's also the the element where Japanese companies really, not that they dislike uh, Western companies, but they don't typically sell to Western companies. I mean, it's not, if anything, they're buying Western companies yes. uh, and then and then holding them in Japan. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, just as a, a quick reference for some things. So like, um, what we have coming from Square Enix here soon. So Kingdom Hearts four was just Got announced. Kingdom or deal. Final Fantasy 16, Big the deal. Dialfield Chronicle, Valkyrie mm-hmm. or Valkyrie Elysium. Big deal. Yeah, which that's a uh, that's a return from an old JRPG. Uh, Star Ocean, the Divine Fours, very big deal. <clears throat> Forspoken, uh, which was being made by Luminous Productions. Which how the fuck is that going to work? Well, because they just bought Luminous Productions. So does that mean no, that that goes to them? It, they keep Luminous. Luminous is staying. They kept Luminous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Team Ninja. Yeah, uh, Babylon's Fall, which was Platinum, which Platinum is not owned by Square, I don't believe. I don't. I think they just published under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just published. Uh, Square just published it. Uh, yeah. which that one fucking shit the bed. Uh, Final Fantasy Six Pixel Remaster. Let's see. Scroll up here. Uh, Neo. They have Neo. The world ends with you. Uh, Legend of Mana, which is another one. Big deal. Yep. Saga Frontier. <laughs> Balin Wonderworld. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bravely Default. I mean, like I said, they're pretty much all JRPGs. Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, some of the other odds and ends. Uh, Trial Mana. You've got the uh, Saga Frontier. Yeah. They're all JRPGs. And I think that's not a terrible thing. Focus in on what you do best and, and really stick with it. Granted, this isn't listing. This list I found is not complete because it doesn't have Outriders in here. It doesn't have some of the other things that were. I, I They were technically Square Studios that made it. But um, yeah, they are. Oh, Monster Energy Supercross was milestone before they were bought up by Coke Media. <laughs> oh my god! Interesting. Eesh. So yeah, regardless, um, yeah, I, I, it, it is what it is. I mean, Crystal Dynamics has kind of changed hands a few times, and I, I think it. Is, this isn't really anything too surprising. I'm not. I am not surprised at all that Square Enix wants to focus back in on on what they do and and really more sec- not seclude but uh, bring most of their business back to the back to Eastern companies and and do it like they have been doing it for years and years. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm sure there'll be lots of more acquisitions over the next. Oh yeah, coming. I'm sure we'll hear some shit in the next coming weeks. Summer Games Fest and the Xbox show. I'm Absolutely. sure we'll, we'll hear some crazy shit as well Keep as my f- Sony's yet to announce when they're going to do something. And last year they did something, what, the beginning of June? Something like that? Uh, Yeah, I, it was either beginning of June or end of May, one of the two. 
And then we still have to hear from Nintendo. So yeah, something from Nintendo, probably hopefully by the end of this month, I would think. Um, maybe not, but yeah, I I'm hoping for that Final Fantasy 16. Uh, sh- I want it to be shown off during the Games Fest. I want to see it so bad. I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, maybe it will. Maybe we'll get shown off. So. Um, well, guys, that'll do it for this episode of Diggity. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got questions for the show, we'll do them at the end of the show. But if you do have them, um, please send those uh, yeah, as a DM Twitter, through Twitter Instagram, at Diggity Podcast. I just figured we should start plugging that so people can ask a question and then we can do it at the end of the show. Yeah. Question. It can also it can be a question about gaming. It can be a question about, I mean, shit. I don't, we don't give a shit. Whatever. It's the end yeah. of the show. Who cares? Some of them we do end up <clears throat> storing away if they're a large topic, something that, you know, we'll, we'll actually save for a whole episode. But if mm-hmm. it's a, a question that we can answer relatively quick or something, we'd love to, we'd love to do it. And uh, so, yeah, send those in. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Um, you can also hit us up on Instagram at Diggity Podcast as well. Check out our YouTube uh, channel where we're a collective group of uh, creators on a thing called Spawn Camp. You can find us on YouTube um, where there's stuff like Bill Bros, like Gundam stuff. There's WASD and Beyond, which is like pop culture as well as like PC gaming style stuff. And then there's us, which we're the best. <laughs> I'll just say it. We're the best. I'll start an internal war. No, we're all great. Um, but yeah, jump on over there. Uh, and uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, you can catch us live uh, on YouTube and Twitch, actually, um, at uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time um, <clears throat> every Thursday. Um, we should actually, yeah, I don't know. I might talk to you about like setting it back half hour less if we can and start at 9. I'm down. I just, I don't know. I figure it's like that's a more common time and, you know, it starts to get late yeah. um, for other people watching. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast as well, please leave us a review. Uh, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, doesn't matter. Uh, it helps us out a ton when you do that. Um, we are growing. We thank you for that so much um, on the audio side of stuff. Uh, please come over to the YouTube side of stuff and check out some of the other stuff that's on the channel though. Um, and until next time, guys, we will see you later and, uh, we'll see who buys square. See you.